Ron Greco from the band Crime. Uh, also, he's got his new band Ghost Train, and he does with Cameron Landers. And, and hey, if you're a great bass player out there and you'd like to maybe, are you, are you doing open auditions for your bass player? Or anybody's like really got some skills and they, they're a fan of your work? Can they, yeah. can, no, can Crime they, here. Can, uh, can they contact you, though? Are you cool to maybe? Yes. So, you know, he's Ron Greco. He's easy to find over on Facebook. Give my phone number. I don't have your number, but I'm going to get it. 45789. There he goes. Uh, do it. Can you say that again? Hey, you know, if you want to call it and, and you're... And, you're in the city. Hey, you want to do one more song just for the fuck of it? We, we got a little time. 626-5241. Gary, you, got, you guys want to do one more song? Want to do one more song? What song? Any song you like, dude. I just want to give you the opportunity to be you know, on Facebook Live. You got people watching and might as well enjoy. Uh, and, and, and I would just like to present you... Zodiac. As a, a, I'm going to get all snobby. I'm a curator of uh, local, okay. I'm a talent buyer. Really? And I, I'm, t I'm buying some talent here from uh, Ron Greco, who's one of the great uh, bass players I've ever seen. This guy was, this guy's a badass. He's a great bass guitarist, too. Someone's following me. Him over, he ran into the army. When she turned 25, he had to kill the stale. He killed her family. I'll kill the zodiac. We'll kill the zodiac. I'll kill the zodiac. That's it. That was fucking awesome. I, I, I loved all four songs. That was my favorite. I killed the Zodiac, dude. And like, you know, uh, if, you, if you didn't kill the Zodiac, somebody should have, because that guy was an asshole, right? He was killing everybody. Right? He was killing all the local people. Nobody ever actually found out who the Zodiac Killer was. You're looking at him right now. Roxy Roller, the Zodiac Killer. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I should be like a, one of those wrestling guys on WWF, the Zodiac Killer. That'd be kind of cool, right? We get like esoteric on this shit. Whoa, Chrissy's glasses match her hair. Dude, that is some coordination. Hey, can you go get my computer and just bring it in here so we can do a little more? We're gonna do a little more Facebook Live. I'm gonna play some music for you. I actually I planned a set for you guys out there in Radio Land, and like I worked really hard. I was actually 10 minutes late because I was trying to work on it so hard. Let's bring that in here because we're gonna go and keep the show going for a minute. I want to thank Ron Greco for being on the show because this is probably the end of the podcast itself. Oh, no, we're only on 136, so how many ways? No, I think we're no. No, I don't know. we got about another nine minutes. I'll probably post. Thanks. Thank you, honey. Got the most beautiful roadie in the world. Her name's Barbara Coke, and uh, I love her to death. That's right. She's, uh, she's also kind of, she likes to be one of the dudes. She wants to lick Keith Mueller's butt, all that kind of stuff. So Keith Mueller is going to get a fucking rim job from Barb. Just saying. Why did I say that? I just said it anyway. I said it because I can, because, hey, you know, I, I, this is all about Berlin. It's all about Satan right here. Satan, my Lord and Savior, Satan. Uh, S-A-T-A-N, out of Malipasay, Satan. Dude, I'm a dark motherfucker. We got dank on the uh, Eyes Like Ice rehearsal last night. It was like, we were doing dub. Like dub, but dub in a, like, a dang kind of like a psychedelic way. Barbara Barbara's in the band right now. We got a lot of uh, Eyes Like Ice here. That's kind of ironic, isn't it? We got a lot of the Eyes Like Ice crew without Daniel Cano. Josh... Uh, Josh Alves, the man, the myth. What is this shit? Why, which, which channel was that in? It's cool. You know, we're going to do it. I'm going to play some punk rock for you guys. So everybody keep it here. And we're going to just uh, we'll close out the show as we're going along. I'm going to punch up this thing on YouTube. Oh, God. Okay, where's the mouse? Where's the mouse? God damn it. Is there a mouse in the house? I'm going to play some off my phone. That's easier. 
Uh, thank you for listening today. We're going to be back next week with a. I think we're going to do it. We might have to do a, skip a week. We'll let you know. Well, there's a long of people there for my Facebook stuff. Where's the cable that comes out of here? This is madness. Is this it? Is this the one that goes to it? No, I don't even have a cable to do this now. That's terrible. Okay, punch that up. You know, it's a. Uh, well, I'm going to punch somebody up. Uh, oh God, I can't tell people that. I'm just, just hit the hit, hit YouTube. Thank you. You guys are loving this, right? This is so easy. Jeff Sin, what's up, baby? If you're still watching, I still love you, dude. But you should, you know, come in. We've had some real talks. Let's keep it real. Ron Greco killed it. I want to thank him for being on the show. That was amazing. We had, we did have an FCC free radio. Uh, I, I don't care about saying it on air. They, they don't care at Muni, but Muni cares. Uh, that guy was like, he's wound tight, pretty tight, and he's doing it now in the uh, Odd Fellows building on Seventh and Market. Yeah, yeah. Now, now he's doing it. Yes. Okay, no, just just uh, just punch out anything in. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's uh, what do you want to hear, Barb? Let's go Green River Rehab Doll. Why not, right? Look at that, you know, Rehab Doll. Just punch it, Green River Rehab Doll. We're punching in. We're gonna play it. We're gonna have a little of that music. We're, we're having a little bit of a uh, just a chill out session for a session uh, as uh, people soak up the ambiance of the great Ron Greco. You know what I'm saying, Barb? And you know, there are people like just if they fudging, dude, they fudging. And if you're better, make the show better, you're doing it better. Here we go. Green River, Rehab Doll. Thanks, Bart, for helping out. Everybody out there for listening. I love you to death. Because, like, it's not, I just don't love Barb to death. I love her in a different way than I love you guys. And, <laughs> and, uh, and so we're at the 6 o'clock hour. This is a station identification. This is the Roxy Roller Radio Show. We're going to go for a little bit of OT. You know, just play some music for you guys. Because live music is always better than uh, just the uh, night, whatever you're doing. What's happening? Is that quiet or is it loud? It looks like it's got some good levels. Why don't you just turn me down? What happened? Okay, so we'll be back with more after this. I'm going to just uh, jump my smoke a little weed. Hang out. we we got some great music coming for you for the next 15 minutes, maybe a half hour. Okay, love you guys.
this song. Is it black or is it white? Let's find another compromise and a few just standing still. You know, for anybody out there still listening, the I don't. Oh God, what the hell? This now this thing plugs out. I'm still I understand why people do shows like on their own. And like you just kind of become a curator of sounds and you come on, you talk a little bit. And I, this girl Renee, I used to do stuff with at the other station. And uh, this is Van Walsh. I'm going to play you one of their better songs. So I had a lot, I worked really hard on a set list here. I'm going to punch it up. I don't have it in yet, so we haven't talked about it. And I'm going to get this going for you guys. Okay? So I'm going to just work it out for you while I'm on the air. Uh, so what do you guys want to have happen this summer? You know, like it's not necessarily like I'm asking you to get a response. You're welcome to call me here if you have my personal number you can go ahead and leave me a text and we can talk about it let's meet for coffee let's have some coffee you know let's have some coffee talk i want to have an offshoot of the show called coffee talk where you meet at my kitchen we'll just talk to shit and just like uh, smoke some weed i did one with uh, james lamastis now the much maligned um james lamastis the guy who photobombs his own dick pics with a gacked out face and shit you know it's like it's like god bad form dude and, he'd be, and he was always kind of like, oh, look at my swollen, throbbing wiener. And it was like soft and shit. I was like, dude, I don't know what wiener you're looking at, but I mean, I'm looking at your wiener from the underside, your hairy ass balls. And all of a sudden, like, and he actually hit up every girl in the fucking gossiness that said, I, you want to fuck? And she'd be like, I have a boyfriend. And, she, and then he'd go, I know. He'd go, I know. And so like, you say, a guy who says, I know you have a boyfriend and I want to still fuck you is a snake in the grass. A low-life fucking bastard that, that uh, you know what, we were friends. I don't mind bitching you out here. You know, you've talked enough shit about me, right? So, I mean, you know, his girlfriend, dude, they got this thing called adrenal fatigue, right? Which is one of the funniest things I've ever heard, right? You know, you guys have heard adrenal fatigue. Now, I'm doing my stand-up. I'm practicing here. You know, you guys can just listen or you can just tell me to fuck off. You can totally listen to something else. I don't even care, but, but what I do care about is kind of getting this thing across. Like, like when we all make up these maladies for ourselves, we get these. So she was getting like shit, like like pharmaceutical amphetamines and, uh, you know, just like stuff like uh, Ritalin, Adderall. Like, no, it doesn't matter. Shut up. I don't care. I talk about that. I can talk about, no, pharmaceutical. What? Who, Lucy? I got to fucking watch out about that. What? Barb's shirking off right now thinking about that fucking stuff. She loved it so much. But, uh, you know, um, so Lucy was kind of an asshole, right? Adrenal fatigue. You don't want to talk about that? Okay. Look, you know, my wife is like. Your wife is always going to be your biggest supporter if you're lucky, and she's your harshest critic if you're just you're me. Barb, come on back. Come back. Come back to for the five and dime, Jimmy Dean. Now she just leaves. What a douche. What a douche. Come on, Barb. Come back. Come back. Come back. No, she doesn't bring the best out of me like some people. Chuck brings the best out of me. He's one of those guys. It's just one of those golden cats. You know, and he went to Burning Man. He's one of the guys who invented Burning Man. You know, like, they, 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 or at least said, let's do the goddess 10. He was the guy who did figure that one out. I don't know, but I heard about this thing where these girls just get, like, they lay there and guys come in and do all this shit. Is this true, Chuck? Does this really happen? No, it's not true. It's not? Dude, look at Kelly Gordon. He signed his own shit in here. How'd that happen? That's kind of uh, gay and stuff. Yeah. What was this? Oh, this guy's taking some, uh, how'd you do that one? When did that happen? Dude, that's, that's. It was an emergency one time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'm sure it was. No, no. I thought you should do that because, like, you, we want to be part of the crew. I can introduce you and you guys could do, you know, well, things could just develop as we're going. Some people like it, uh, some like it hot, but, they, you know, I'm going to try to type this shit in. We're going to have a, I did do a set list for you guys. So I'm going to play a little bit for you. Anybody out there still in Radio Land who's enjoying themselves on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. You know, and uh, what, Kelly, you know, what, what would you be doing today if you weren't doing this? Um, it's good to conceptualize. 
Probably watching whatever's on Saturday afternoon TV. So you watch a lot of TV in the afternoon. If it's, if it's a nice day, do you do that? You know, you're not a sun guy, right? You like a cold. Oh no, dude! Ronnie, I, you're I not cutting out beach, on me, are you? Dude. Let me get, get some more pictures with Ronnie. I gotta actually do. Let's get a couple pictures with me and him. So I'm gonna punch up my music, and so yeah. I want to. Ronnie, hold on a second. I want to do a couple uh, pictures. Sleep, dude. I would like to play sleep, but I have a set list planned for today. Right on. Well, you can do sleep. That's that's a, that's a cool choice, and I like where you're going with that. I mean, like, let's not just not keep it whimsical. We want to have to dank a 14-minute song on there. there. We're not gonna do, hey, Ronnie, hold on one second. I want to do a quick pick before you go. You can't run on me yet. I want to just prove that uh, you are here. No. You know, I just well, I'm gonna put, I just promote everybody who's here, and if you guys want to be a guest, hit me up. Roxy Rolla, you know where to find me. And uh, if your band's good, or if I, I you know, just where we can just kind of some, you know, we'll try to get you guys on. We got the Sex Pistols coming up with it's pretty vacant, and I, you know, it seems appropriate because, like, you know, like in these times, everybody's vacant. Well, let's see what we got here. There we go. Oh, beautiful! Roll that down. I got some new tech. Just roll. We'll be back. Uh, We'll be back, I'll be back in here in about five, ten minutes. Um, so everybody, just you know, you, you want to keep on the Facebook Live? That's cool. Just you, just chill. You can do another stuff. Come back in a minute. We're gonna play some uh, Sex Pistols for you. Pretty vacant.
birds, right? Where on the other hand, geese, right? They're only crime equally as mean, only crime is they're ugly, right? Like if I was to describe a goose with one word, uh, I would say crusty. That is how I would say crusty. Um, uh, if I was to describe a goose with two words, I would say crusty and chlamydia ridden. That is how I would. Uh, three words I'd say uh, crusty, chlamydia ridden, and racist. That is how I would describe swans because we hate them because they're ugly. They haven't done anything wrong necessarily. That's just, I mean, they're mean, but like in our society, we basically we give swans a pass. We don't allow geese because you can, in our society, right, you can be mean or you can be ugly. You can't be both. You got to pick one and choose, like, pick a lane and stick with it. That's just the standards. We've decided, like, it's a weird, I work in a cafe, and I think if, if someone is, like, beautiful, and they come into the cafe, and they spit in my face, I'll think, like, I still have a chance. Like, there's still hope in salvaging this relationship. But if, you know, you're, you don't have a very, like, defined jawline, and you can't smize or something, and you're sitting down at the cafe, and you, like, call me over and say, oh, I ordered a salad, and you've brought me 12 napkins, I'll tell you to get the fuck out. Like, that is how society works, I think. I don't know. I'm trying to... In my head, it all ties back into O.J. Simpson uh, is where I'm trying to go with this, but I think it's not working. <laughs> so, fair enough. Uh, I think these are going well at my cafe. I was recently... I got a nickname. Uh, the cooks in the back, they primarily speak Spanish, and they recently nicknamed me uh, the Handsome Man. Right, which is pretty good, which apparently in Spanish is pronounced puta. So I'm feeling very good about that. And that is very smooth. Um, do you guys think we uh, we relate to older generations? Do you think we connect to like stories or similar things? I My grandmother recently told me the story, right? Just about the experience she went through. She said when she was eight years old. Hey, hey, y'all, this is yours truly, DJ Ashik on the decks, and you are listening to the sounds of Heterotopia on Mutiny Radio. Uh, it's been a while since uh, I've been able to rock it with you, and uh, I just want to say that I am extremely happy to be back here, and uh, back here with y'all, and, well... What can I say? Welcome back. We're going to do what we uh, what we normally do here on Heterotopia. We're going to take you uh, up, down, and around the world musically. And uh, then we'll get into some uh, current events, some news and blues and all that. Um, tonight, today's uh, uh, show is going to be uh, kind of on a Black History Month tip uh, because, hey, it's February. Let's do it. Um so I'm going to be kind of leaning uh, that direction, uh, international blackness, right? But we're going to throw some other things in there because it's just the world's too big to uh, to just uh, stick with uh, only one uh, one piece of it, right? We'll, we'll leave it at that. And we, we, we live with others in the world. It's not uh, – there's, there's no isolation, right? So we're just going to roll on that kind of a uh, tip. But uh, again, uh, I'm sorry that I have not been able to be with you um, in recent weeks, and uh, that is just uh, due to the vicissitudes of life, I guess, you know, but uh, I am happy to be back in here this afternoon, and I will be with you, uh, well, I'm always with you. In terms of solidarity, I'm always with you, but I will be uh, here broadcasting uh, to you as uh, as much as is humanly possible. 
so thank you for staying tuned to uh, Heterotopia. Thank you for staying tuned to all the great uh, shows and performances that happen here at Mutiny Radio. This is People's Radio from the semi-fictional island of San Francisco, California. Um, and it only exists because of your support. So uh, I think enough said there. I think... Uh, now we'll just uh now we'll just hit you with some uh some tunes and get this party started, all right? Welcome back, folks. One way or another, we made it. We made it. We're here. It's a month in the making. I know it has been a little uh, bit of a hiatus for us, but that's okay. You know, sometimes life happens and um, we're still here. That's all that matters. We came back. We came One back. One way or another, we came back. Um, and uh, we're having a pretty good show. We're having a pretty good day. It's beautiful outside. Mm-hmm. The weather is fantastic. It is. Although I will say I'm not used to it. So every time I go outside and the sun's beaming down on me, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't like it too much. But I like it from afar. If I'm in the shade. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, nope. So how you been? 
Good, good. I have a couple interviews in the works. I talked to uh, Paul Humphreys from OMD a couple weeks ago. Um, so I might be airing that interview either today or next week, depending how, how things go. Uh, they were in town and they played at the Regency. That was really fun. Um, there's a lot of good shows coming up in May, so I might be mentioning those uh, throughout the show today and next week. And um, yeah, just um, seeing how things go. Um, you know, I feel like things are, are finally picking up. It was kind of a, a slow start this year mm-hmm. in terms of you know, different shows to go to. And now there's like five shows that I want to go to in one week. (laughs) Um, But at least most of them would be free. I think I only paid to get into one of them so far. So Mm. that's worth it to me. Yeah. (laughs) Let the suffering begin. And they say there's like a uh, a study done that with uh, people who go to shows live longer or they are happier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because so. I definitely feel like I've been lacking in in that department. So. Yeah. Some endorphins. Some endorphins. Oh, you know. Um, I have a very bizarro story in the news. It doesn't have to do with music, uh, but I thought it was kind of weird, and it's been all over the news. So if um, you haven't heard about this. Uh, it's kind of a, it's a doozy. So, uh, Smallville star Allison Mack arrested for alleged involvement in bizarre abusive sex cults. Mack faces charges of sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and forced labor conspiracy. Until late last year, actress Allison Mack was best known for as Smallville's Chloe Sullivan, not to mention a regular presence on SX, Will Fred, and any number of children's films children's films really um back in november however reports began circulating about her connection to an alleged cult leader keith rainier who has reportedly um involved in sex trafficking and other heinous crimes his group nexium it's spelled n-x-i-v-m uh, presented itself as a female empowerment organization. Oh, interesting. Uh, but a new New York's Time expose published last October drew attention to its abusive practices, which included sexual extortion and branding of Rainier's initials into the skin of members. Max's involvement was re- revealed shortly after the Times piece, which reports alleging she was second in command of Nexium. There was reportedly, uh, she reportedly oversaw a small group of slaves who were forced to recruit more members lest they face corporal punishment. The fuck? Oh my god. Today, according to U.S. Attorney Office of the Eastern District of New York, Mac was arrested and charged with sex trafficking, sex trafficking conspiracy, and forced labor conspiracy. There are some charges faced by Rainier, who was arrested in Mexico last month, because of course you go to Mexico. Um, they both face a minimum sentence of 15 years. Jeez. Um, as alleged in the indictment, Allison Mack recruited women to join what was purported to be a female mentorship group that was in fact created and led by Keith Rainier. United States Richard P. Donahue said in a statement, the victims were then exploited both sexually for their labor to the defendant's benefit, end quote. As business uh, BuzzFeed reports, court documents reveal that Max made her slaves uh, have sex and engage in sexual activity with Rainier and threatened them by saying that she would release the damaging collateral that they were required to submit in order to join Nexium. 
Mac apparently benef benefited financially or received another form of value from Rainier for her services. In a statement, FBI Assistant Director in Charge William F. Sweeney said, um, as they pyramid scheme continues to unravel we ask anyone who might have who have been a victim or to reach out to us for more information so that we can further our investigation below you can watch a weird funny conversation between mac and rainier as they explore the nature of self and and insecurity and this is out of consequence of sound in the video i've actually seen it because i saw the 2020 um special on this because um, I have no life and I like to watch 2020. Um, it, it, that, the video is on YouTube. Um, the 2020 episode is also on YouTube. Huh. So Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I did see that on the news earlier today and my immediate thought was, what the fuck, bitch? <laughs> like, why would, yeah, you, I mean, why would you be married to some or be involved with someone that's, that's doing something like this? Don't you have any like moral capacity or is that just doesn't exist anymore but it's so sick to just be like oh this is a white women empowerment and you're mm -hmm. like all for it mm -hmm. you know and then it's like completely turning them into slaves so i don't know it's it, interesting yeah and it's it's interesting how they kind of sugarcoat it to make it seem like it's a legit you know a legit encouragement or like a self-help organization and it's actually just of cult we already have a lot of things working against against us and now you know something like this happens but unfortunately i feel like we're gonna see more things like this happen unless you know we really pay attention to the people that we're voting for you know yeah. so i guess you could also say that about the the gun laws too like nothing's going to change unless we you know, vote for people that are going to take action. So it's not just, you know, about women's rights, but it's also based on other issues. That's just something that we have to decide uh, what kind of, you know, what kind of future do we want? So that's, I don't know, that's what it made me think about. Like, oh, we're going to keep seeing stuff like this happen unless, you know, each of us as uh, people who have the ability to vote or yeah. the opportunity to take advantage of the vote. Um, that's something that we have to think about. Yep. Um, did you guys know that London Breed, who's running for mayor, she came here to the studio? I did not know that. She, she did an interview here. I, I she's, a... she's kind of the mayor now, though, because she took over. Um... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She um, sat in for Lee. Ed Lee when he passed away but her I've heard some of her her background story but I should probably do more research to know like where she stands on the issues but I thought it was really great that she actually came here and I think she was on common the common thread one of the shows long-running shows here at mutiny radio so that to me was pretty impressive um, I've interviewed some local candidates in the past as well for mm. the Green Party and Democrats mostly because that's where where I side, but um. Anyways, I didn't mean to go into. Oh no, that's politics. it's really interesting. I. <laughs> well, you know, at, at at this point in our lives, <laughs> in you know, living as Americans, that there's no way not to be politics political i can't help it because if i see something that i know is wrong i feel like i i have to say something i have to say 
um, you know, I have to point it out and then I have to say, well, the way that we can solve it is by voting. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, instead of saying like, well, what, because I think for me, when I was, when we were younger, you know, mm-hmm. in our twenties, I was like, well, why is this happening? Like I was curious about it, but I didn't really know yeah. or put two or if we, two. if we knew we didn't really understand Under- how it affected us. Understand. But, um, yeah, seeing that documentary that Kamala Lopez did a couple of years ago, equal means equal when she kind of put all of these pieces together, things that, you know, happen to women that, you know, you and I might take for granted, like, oh, this is normal. Like this, we've grown up with this. We hear stories about it all the time. What's the big deal? But then when you put, you know, domestic violence, rape, uh, female poverty, um, education, uh, you know, equal rights, equal pay, when you, when you start to put the pieces together, you get angry. So you can start there. But then when you work past that, you see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And then you realize, oh, okay, we can, we can get there but maybe we won't get there tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's the possibility of getting to the right place. But yeah. um, it was it was an eye opening, um, you know, it was eye opening for me to to see this this film because I don't know if I would have been able to put the pieces together in the way that I did. Mm. <laughs> I sound like a crazy person. <laughs> but um, life is a puzzle, and you could say that there are many different puzzles that we need to put together in the scheme of life. It's a jigsaw. It's a jigsaw puzzle. Ooh. That was a creepy movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So more uh, politics in the news. Uh, Natalie Portman defends decision to boycott Genesis Prize ceremony protesting current Israeli leadership. Um, I don't Are you going to hit me with that? <laughs> That it's a big, the biggest it, drumstick. It's a big drumstick, but it also looks like something else. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a good deterrent. Was a good uh, this is by Will Butler, and uh, you can find it on enemy.com. Uh, actor, actress, Natalie Portman has spoken out about her decision to boycott the awards ceremony for the Genesis Prize, which is referred to as the Jewish Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, this decision has led to widespread criticism, which calls to revoke her Israeli citizenship. Portman released a statement clarifying her intentions. Let me speak for myself. I choose not to attend because I did not want to appear as endorsing Benjamin Netanyahu, who was to be giving a speech at the ceremony. Like many Israelis and Jews around the world, I can be critical of the leadership in Israel without wanting to boycott the entire nation. I treasure my Israeli friends and family, Israeli food, books, art, cinema, and dance. Quoted in the Israel National News, right-wing politician Oren Hazan said, sweetness can come from strength. I call on Interior Minister Aryeh Derry. Excuse me, to rescind Portman's Israeli citizenship and deemed Natalie Portman unworthy of any honor in the state of Israel. Wow. Um, it is unclear whether the actress will still receive one million that comes with the Genesis Prize. The Genesis Prize ceremony aims to give credit to individuals who inspire others through their dedication to the Jewish community and Jewish values. The ceremony has now been canceled. Last year, saw a collection of musicians, musicians join forces 
this person can't write, join forces to campaign against Nick, Ca Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds decision to play a show in Tel Aviv. Roger Waters joined the campaign alongside Thurston Moore to campaign against, Jesus Christ, against the show in Israel, urging Cave to cancel the show while apartheid remains. Wasn't Radiohead also involved with that? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, they also, I turned myself down. Uh, they also did a show in Tel Aviv, and they, yeah, they did this same criticism, basically. That's interesting. <clears throat> but that's weird how they were using, my take on this is, it's weird that they want to take away her citizenship just because she doesn't want to go to this ceremony. But maybe, the, maybe they wanted to do that all along, but, yeah. and now they're using this as well, an excuse. Well, I, I think they're kind of making it they're blowing it up out of proportion mm. because she is famous. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think there's, you know, the whole, like, she has the name Natalie Portman. So uh -huh. therefore, you know, let, let's, uh, let's see if we can get this ball rolling on how much we hate, you know. Let's, know. let's just act like a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Because we can. Because we have them um, and because we can. Sorry. Uh <laughs> Uh, Prince, a bunch of stuff about Prince has been coming up. Uh, he's been in the news as well. A uh, massive amount of Prince death investigation evidence released. Mm -hmm. 15 gigabytes of publicly are of publicly available data reveals the look inside his vault. And in, in an interview with Cyanide O'Connor, Sinead, sorry, and you more, just, you said Cyanide, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's not her name. Uh, earlier today, Carver uh, County attorney Mark Metz announced that no charges would be filed following the two-year investigation into the death of Prince. The investigation determined that Prince died from counterfeit Vicodin that contained the powerful opioid painkiller fentanyl. Investigators determined Prince was unaware that he had taken fentanyl, and they were unable to verify how Prince obtained the pills or who supplied it to, that, to him. Because the Carver County Attorney's Office will not pursue criminal charges, the vast majority of data revealed to the investigation has been made available to the public under the Minnesota Government Data Practices Act. This means a staggering amount of data released to de Prince's death, including graphic images from the death scene, is available for anyone to download via the Carver County Sheriff's website. Quoting, uh, Minnesota has a very open and transparent process as it relates to data. Even criminal, criminal investigate, uh, investigative reports and photos of crime scenes. The county attorney's office press re release notes, including the evidence are photos that offer a rare look into Princess Paisley Park vault. There's hmm. this uh, Sinead O'Connor interview conducted in May 2016 where he dis uh, she discussed Prince's history of drug use, and there were details about the prescription drugs found inside his home and security footage of Prince entering the office of Dr. Michael Schulenberg on mm. April tw uh, 20th, 2016. Mm. The footage was taken one day before Prince was found dead in his Paisley Park estate. Mm. Saw Prince twice in the weeks before his death. Schulenberg was charged, charged with Vicodin and Controlled Substances Act after writing an oxycodone prescription for Prince in the name of the singer's assistant, Kirk Johnson. The doctor has agreed to pay 30000 as part of the settlement of federal civil violation. No criminal charges against Schulenberg are being pursued. And you can find this article 
on the pitchfork.com. Wow. So fentanyl, for real. I didn't. I didn't know about all that. Well, I didn't know that uh, you can lace other painkillers with. I mean, I, I like he, they don't know where they got, he got the pills from, but that's really bizarre to me because fentanyl, like. Um, there's an epidemic right now with fentanyl being on the streets and very readily available to people and then being highly addictive mm-hmm. and how little of it you need to get such a quick high. Mm-hmm. But you also come down faster. So you need a lot more. You, you, you use it a lot more throughout the day wow. than you would, you know, Vicodin or Oxycontin. But still, like, it's really bizarre to me that these painkillers were laced with it. That's weird. It's like somebody almost wanted to kill him. Weird. But I guess that's why they're saying like there's no foul play, but still sounds kind of mysterious. Yeah. Gosh. Still t- still terrible news. Still stings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was two years ago? Yeah. Well. 2016. Um, so anyways, um, we haven't yet mentioned that today is Record Store Day. So if you haven't already, um, you want to go to your local record shop or purchase something online just so you can be a part of it. Um, I'm going to a lot of shows this year, so that's my contribution. Yes. And I did go to meet Alice Bag in person a couple weeks ago, so that was my mm-hmm. contribution. <laughs> so, um, I spend a lot of money. <laughs> so anyways, um, a lot of artists contribute every year to Record Store Day. Um, the Flaming Lips um, are releasing a new vinyl that's going to be available today. Uh, they revealed a typically quirky vinyl pressing, uh, a record with beer pressed in side <laughs> beer yeah <laughs> oh i'm amazed they're not doing something with weed they're more of a weed band yeah <laughs> but beer that's fine <laughs> uh, it's, the record revival has seen uh, many inventive ways to press a record in 2012 wayne coin and his band released the band's album heady fwens on vinyl that includes samples of the band's actual blood inside it. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> um, however for this year's Record Store Day, the Flaming Lips has teamed up with Dogfish Head Ale House to press their beer, dragons, and yum-yums into the record, reports Pitchfork. The RS, uh, Record Store Day 7-inch will be pressed on pink vinyl and feature two new songs, The Story of Yum-Yum and Dragon, and Beer in Your Ear. There are 5,600 copies printed on pink vinyl and only 100 available of the beer vinyl. Check out the beer pressed record in the action below. Oh, okay. So they have an action. <laughs> they have um, a tweet video of that. That's kind of cool. And uh, you can listen to the new track here, which features a freaky video and makes innovative use of the iPhone ringtone. Uh, Record Store Day is today, with over 200 stores across the UK gearing up for what could be their biggest day of the year. With the record number of venues taking part and tons of brilliant exclusive releases from the likes of The National and Courtney Barnett, this year's annual event is set to be the best yet. Um, I hate The National. I never got into them. They're so boring. Are they boring? I saw them live because they were opening for... um, they were at Outside Lands, and we were waiting to see Paul McCartney, because of course. And they right were right there. before Paul McCartney, and it was the most boring shit I've ever seen in my life. It's like <laughs> watching paint dry. Ugh, I hate them. That's anyway. how I feel about the, the lineup at Outside Lands. 
I but know. It's, but it's different because I just don't know the music. But yeah, I'm sure there's there's some good bands in there. But yeah. for the price, so I'm still waiting, guys. We're still waiting for the Riot Fest lineup. Don't so you, get it. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, I think that would be the only festival this year that I would shell out money for. Yeah. Um, but again, we'll see if the lineup tops um, last year. And what's the other one? There's a couple other like new ones that have popped up in in SoCal, which are kind of interesting. But I haven't seen one that I would, you know, drop everything and go to. But I mean, maybe that's a good thing that there's some of these, you know, smaller, uh, more niche festivals popping up. Yeah. Um, Bottle Rock would be fun. Coachella, I think Coachella has come and gone. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Um, what was the other one that I thought was interesting? Oh, yeah, Austin City Limits. I think they haven't announced that either. That would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> we know somebody there now. Yes, we sure do. Um, but that one's pretty popular, though, right? Uh, I don't know. Um, I guess it is. Austin, I don't know. Austin Sister Music City. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't know. But I want to go still. I think um, the uh, another one that, that stood out to me, it's more, I mean, it's more retro in that last year it was the Foo Fighters, Queens of the Stone Age, and Liam Gallagher were in the lineup, but um, Cal Jam, which was put together by members of the Foo Fighters. Oh, really? It was successful last year, so they're doing it again this year, um, but they're kind of, you know... Uh, hiding behind the hype for it so I'm kind of like well if it's you know more than like five bands maybe I would consider going yeah because then you get your money's worth it's like going to five concerts but then I do have to drive three hours each way to get there from my mom's house (laughs) where is it um San Bernardino. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it is. Don't get me wrong. It's fun, but it's literally going to be a hundred over a hundred degrees. Ugh, that's the thing with Coachella too. Like, I never had interest in going because I don't see any interest in going in the desert and just yeah. experiencing dehydration at that level. Yeah, it's it's fun, but I, I would never do it for like a three day festival. Yeah. Um, uh, Riot Fest came close to that, but I was smart in that, you know, I chose the acts that I really wanted to see. You know, I didn't spend long periods of time in the same same spot. Um, but yeah, I mean, to me, it just depends on um, on the lineup. But I have a couple on my list where I'm like, okay, I got to keep checking. got to keep checking. These are the ones I'm going to keep checking. I did apply to to get into Boston Calling, which is happening uh, the weekend of uh, Memorial Day, but I don't think I'm going to go. I mean, I don't even know if I've gotten in yet, right. but I mean, it's already like a, a month away, whereas, why are you waiting so long to tell me? <laughs> I mean, I, I would have if I had more time to prepare, but we'll see. You never know. Yeah. I can always pull something out of my ass. <laughs> Is there anything that looks interesting to you coming up? Um, no, not really. I, I haven't really been keeping up with my shows. Um, I know I wanted to see um, uh, Natalia Lafourcade at the UC Theater, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna go see that. We got we got some uh, tickets for that. 
Um, that's pretty much it. Like, I haven't, I don't know, dude. Like, bands that I like right now are not really touring that much. Mm-hmm. And if they are, they're like New York, LA. Oh, so they're not even so, coming here. That's a yeah. So, you know, um, that's fine. Whatever. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to spend money right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. Well, in case anyone is a Green Day fan or a Green Day side project fan, um, he has um, a new band called The Long Shot, and they're going to be doing, uh, they have been doing a couple shows here in the Bay Area, but they're actually going to do like a U.S. tour, a full U.S. tour, um, I think starting next week. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be doing another SF show at the Rickshaw Stop. And the tickets go on sale on Friday, so <laughs> I'm yeah. going to roll the dice for that one. Yeah. Uh, see if I can get into that. Uh, Liam Gallagher and Richard Ashcroft are playing at the Masonic on May 10th, mm-hmm. which is the day after I'm going to that. And then uh, No Wave, infamous No Wave group, Bush Tetris, they're playing two shows here in the Bay Area. On May 12th, they're playing at the Elbow Room in Oakland, and then May 13th, they're playing at the Elbow Room in San Francisco. So I'm most likely going to the San Francisco show. And then uh, Peter Hook is also going to be in town that weekend. He's playing Saturday at the Warfield. So With, uh, in the Human League, right? And then the Human League's going to be playing at the Regency on mm-hmm. Sunday, which that one I'm pretty sure I'm not going to, but don't quote me on it. Oh, um, I wanted to see Fever Ray at the Fox Theater. They're going to be here May uh, 26th. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I don't know if you know her. She's, um, I forget her name, but she's from the band um, The Knife. She did the, she was oh, yeah. in a band with her brother and they did The Knife and then they're no longer, um, they're no longer doing music. So she has her own solo project called Fever Ray and she will be fox and i haven't been to the fox in a while so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um we'll look into tickets for that one johnny Mara is going to come back oh in yeah august. uh or I, at august hall uh-huh um mm-hmm. but it's actually in june um but like i said we i walked by there on wednesday morning and it kind of looks it doesn't look like they're doing anything to it basically yeah. <laughs> it looks like Ruby Sky was there, and then that you know the bones are still uh, reminiscent of Ruby Sky. I think the the debut show they had to reschedule it. So oh, okay, so it's not going well. Yeah. But um, supposedly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Chelsea, Chelsea Handler doing a little uh, stand up comedy oh, at a Swedish American Hall called oh, Fire Up. Cool. That is a June thirteenth. Uh, and other than that, you know, I had dirty projectors. I don't really like their music no anymore since um, one of their sing- the main singer left. Um, I remember we went to see them a long time ago. It was it was really good um, when they were all together. But now he's doing his own thing, and it's very different and somber. And it's like a breakup album, but it's like really like once I, I don't know. It's just I just I'm kind of like over it. Um, and then Violent Femmes will be here. Oh yeah. Um, coming up in June as well, June twenty second. Um, they're going to be at the UC Theater, which we Gosh. are fans of. It's so surprising <laughs> yeah. how many good shows they have, and these are these are smaller venues too, which I like. I'm glad that they're not like the huge, some of the bigger shows that we've tried to get into. But again, like 
who the fuck knows if I'm going to be able to go to see the long shot as much as I want to. Right. You only <laughs> want to see Billy Joel, really. Um, I want to jump on him. Yeah. <laughs> Just um, kidding. Um, but the rickshaw, I haven't been there in years. I went to see Car Seat Headrest there before they blew up and became like this huge band that they are now, the yeah. indie lords. Mm-hmm. Um I want to say, how, how long ago was that? I remember I was sick and I was kind of contemplating going because I was like having this cough that was like, whenever I would cough, my whole body hurt. Like it was just achy, like really strong. Uh, I don't know. It was just like a really bad bug. And I was like, I can go and get all these other people around me sick or I can just be like nice and not and just stay home and miss this like band who's blowing up. And I went, I didn't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> I just, I went and I just tried my best to cover myself whenever I coughed. And even though it was like in so much pain, I stayed in the back because I, I was in the front originally mm-hmm. and I, the lights were hitting me in a really like, I don't know, it was just, I remember we just feeling so dizzy and I was like, I'm just going to stay in the back. And um, it was a really good show. Um, and I ran into, is it Cruel Summer? It's something, something. Twin Pe- no, Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Is it Twin Peaks? I don't remember who it was. We interviewed them, remember? There were like there was like a girl and a guy. It was like three guys. And he, he was really skinny Indian guy. I don't remember them. I don't know. We, oh, fuck. They opened so, for Mourn. Oh, um God. Yeah, yeah I, I don't remember. Right. Summer name. Peaks. Summer Peaks. They were really not nice. Twin Peaks, because Twin Peaks, Peaks are huge you now. Were close. But, Summer Peaks. You're thinking because they played with Cruel Summer. Yeah, they play, yeah, and they all had summer names. Like, yeah, Cruel Summer, Longest Summer, or something like that, and then Summer Peaks. Yeah. We interviewed Cruel Summer, too. They're, um, I think Josh, one of the members there, He's uh, he works at the Knockout, because I always see oh, posts mm-hmm. of his. I think he's either a bartender or something there. Um He's nice. God, I haven't seen them in a couple of years, too. Yeah. But I remember we did the interview, and then I went to see um, Deadleaf Echo. And right. they were at that show, and he was like, you know, some people are, are like, oh, hey. But he was like, you know, he was super nice. He was super nice. He was like, thanks so much for doing the interview. And yeah. I think Summer Peaks, I was kind of trying to stay high. But like I said, I was really sick and dizzy and, and all that. And I was like, hey, do you guys remember me? And they were like... <laughs> they're like that's mm. a great reaction i was like i'm with uh, mutiny radio with sons in the street and then they're like oh <laughs> i was like oh okay well this is so awkward i'm just gonna ago. backwards walk out of here yeah awkward. it's fine yeah, whatever I, they're, they're nice but yeah. i think the last time i went was probably three years ago maybe longer this band from sacramento that i I kind of like for a minute called Sister Crayon. I think uh, they're called something else now. Two, there were two girls. Sister Crayon's an amazing name. Why would they change that? <laughs> they changed it to something else, and we were supposed to do an interview, and then it, it never ha- like it never took fruition. Took fruition. Nothing against them. It just didn't happen. But I don't know. I I think the last show I wanted to go to there was was the Pussy Riot show, which sold out. It sold out, and of course it will. Because why not? You yeah. know. So the same thing's going to happen with the long shot, but who knows? Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> stranger things have happened, Asia. Stranger things. Have We've gotten into stranger shows. Just like the show. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. We're living it now. All right. So coming up next, we have Violet Island and stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio. There's so much to say. Suck 
twisted mentalities at work here are akin. Yeah. 
belleza un guajiro iba cantando el sol, la lluvia y su cosecha él echaba pestes contra la polución le contestaban los pajaritos con melodía, alegría y una letra triste who gonna have to fight we used to say which side are you on which side are you on the truth is we're in so much debt that the only way out is revolution or war so now the question is which side are you on 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 Which side are you on, boy? Which side are you on, my daughter? Which side are you on, my daughter? 
see before I draw the line, let me welcome you close to all the folks who knew Obama, sold the people of hopes, gave the money to suckers while our community still poor, withdrew the troops but started another war, colonizing, terrorizing, creating the oil crisis, so they can make a kill on no food and gas prices, prisons is filling, they trying to lock up the future, militarize... And we're on. Are we? Are we? I don't know. Yes, we are. All I'm just righty. joking. Well, Violet Island is here. How are you guys doing today? We're good. How are you? Well, doing fine. Just enjoying a little bit of sunshine that we've got going on. You never know how long it's going to last in uh, San Fran. I know you guys in the East Bay have it all the time, so it's not a big deal for you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourselves and what you guys have been up to recently. So we started the band, um, what was it, 2016, uh, February, 24th. I think, 24th, yeah. uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, at, like at 2 p.m., 6 p.m., 6 p.m., 6 p.m., 6 p.m., so yeah, we we're just, uh, I mean, we've known each other for our entire lives, basically, we like change each other's diapers, um, so um, yeah, we just decided just why not start a band, too. yeah, <laughs> recently, yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we just uh, decided to start a band and uh, we didn't know what to call it. Uh, so then, how did we even come up with Violet Island? Good question. Um, we are just wordplay. We were just like throwing words at each other. We're like, Violet. So we, we, we were in a basement. It was, um, it was this like hippie guy's basement. Mm. And uh, well, he's actually our brother, but he is a hippie. <laughs> and um, we, we used to have two other members in our band mm -hmm. who were very like spiritual, very like, nah, man, you, we got to have something that has to do with our soul, something that has to do with our mind. <laughs> and we it sounds were, very hippie. Yeah. And we were like, that's not our music, though. Our music is like like we we like where you're going but it doesn't represent like our music like mind souls you know so we wanted something that kind of represented um our like like that like that idea of like peace you know mm -hmm. and like an island for us is like peaceful and our music is our island so we wanted huh. you know that to be represented and violet is also like peaceful and it's rep it's represented as like spiritual in what we read so we were like let's go with that it's over dramatic but we ran with it <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say were you influenced by prince at any point in time <laughs> just in his style yeah <laughs> just in what he wears <laughs> where's the purple jacket at? <laughs> he has kind, it. Kind, yeah kind of <laughs> and are you guys playing any shows in the bay area coming up Oh yeah, we have we have a bunch. Um, yeah. We have a few in San Francisco actually. When's our next uh, San Francisco show? Um, well, I know next Saturday we're playing in Oakland at the Independent Brewery Co. Oh, okay, I've heard of that. Uh, let me check here next. So many spots. Yeah, the Bay Area is crazy with places where you can play. It's unlimited. It's just everywhere. That's if, good. Maybe not a venue in just like some guy's basement. It's just never ending do you guys do you guys do house parties too we do anything oh yeah we do birthday parties for mitzvahs <laughs> yeah. i was like what else do you do on the side <laughs> we're gonna do a wedding in october i think yeah oh, we're, gonna, nice. we're gonna do a pool party someday yeah. in sacramento nice like i heard us play and he was like can you play in my house and we're like we'll play anywhere yeah just invite us just do it just yeah. do it um up the creek that's walnut creek uh sacramento 
So our next show is in San Francisco is June 9th in um, Ferment, Drink, Repeat. Oh, FDR. FDR. Yeah. Just tell us all your shows. All our shows? This is, this is like a... This is all internet, Here, so, you know. You have a better voice. <laughs> so, we have... Uh, so, Independent Brewing is going to be on April 28th. May 4th is going to be Up the Creek Records. Uh, May 12th, uh, Armadillo Music. Um, in Davis. Where that at? In Davis. Um, so, Davis. May 19th, Sacramento. Uh, the Silver Orange. Going to oh. be playing there. Uh, May 25th. Uh, Winter's Tavern in Pacifica. Heard of that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, FDR, uh, June 9th, with uh, Shaney Rhodes and Make No Bones. Uh, Make No Bones makes really awesome music. Definitely mm. check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Neck of the Woods. I haven't played there yet. I've heard some really cool stuff about that venue. I heard they have like different like floors. and. Yeah, that's what, we've been there a few times. It's by my house. Too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You should go check us out. I should. What day is that? That is going to be on July, July, f- June 29th. Oh, June 29th. <laughs> oh, not quite July. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, good Chinese, like Asian food around there. So, yeah. Save, We've heard. Some, save some of your space and your, stum- and your tummies. Hell for yeah. the food? For the food, yeah. Uh, Neck of the Woods has, like, I don't know, what. They have a like. They have like the floors, and they have like. And obviously, it's like beer. It's a bar, mm. but I don't know. It's kind of. It's it's good. I just make sure you get a like good sound guy. Do okay. we have to bring our own sound yeah, guy? Because we're gonna we have an sure. issue with that. There's. I mean, last time we went. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just wing it? I, I don't know. Who did we? It go was to? really. I just remember being like my ears were hurting. It was so loud. Who did we go to see? Was it a? Uh... We went to support Muni Radio at the comedy band thing where, like, we had a comedian and then we had a Was band. that the last time we went? I, I thought we went so. to see an actual show. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Because I know what you're talking about. But I It was, uh, went... what's his name's band? Mm-hmm. Mm, um, I love that guy. Victor. Victor. I always forget his name. Victor's band. I forgot. <laughs> Gamble, he's Gamble, a, Die. He's in a new band he's called in a new Blurred band. Out, yeah, which we, we haven't seen yet. Ooh, yeah, blurred that's out. That's a pretty cool name. That's a really cool name. He's really awesome. Yeah, but I think I think that's the <laughs> last time we went. Yeah, that was like four years ago. Yeah. Well, and I went for open mic. They have open mic there on uh, Thursdays. Oh. So, so it's almost like a variety of things. You yeah. can see comedy. You can and they see... used to have a sidebar called Sidebar, um, next to them that had karaoke, but it's no longer there. Oh. But it was really fun. Son of a gun. Yeah. But yeah, man, there's... Richmond has stuff going on. Yeah, so yeah, that's your thing. neck of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> so I noticed that she like dodged our like invitation. We're, like, no, I said what day, and then she went you guys said July, it. and I was like, okay. Like, yeah, and then so was, like, make sure you bring your own sound guy. I'm and, busy uh, in June. Just like, <laughs> yeah, we're like July. We'll be, like, I'll oh. be your sound person. <laughs> we're like, oh, June 29th. That's not July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cut it's it off, off the table. <laughs> That's a deal breaker. Yeah. Who got, Who are you guys playing with on June 29th? Yeah. Who, um, yeah make it sweet. Quentel the Cryptid. What, say that again? Quentel the Cryptid. Okay. So it's one man. Uh, he goes by Sean. Quantel, huh? Quantel. <laughs> Quantel. Quantel. Quit. Yeah, Quit uh, his yeah. last name I think it's Mendes. Okay, Sam Mendes. Sean. Sean Mendes. I was yeah. like, Sam Mendes is a. What is he? He's an artist, right? 
He said, wasn't he a director? Sam, Sam Mendes. Oh, whatever. It seems Sean Mendes. So it doesn't matter anywhere. Um, <laughs> are you thinking of the guy who directed uh, American Beauty? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're getting it's off topic. popular topics. last name. <laughs> so awesome. is that it? Is all the shows? Oh, um, oh um. yeah. <laughs> and August 3rd uh, in Alameda, the Fireside Lounge. Ooh, we played there once oh, before. Yeah. It's really cool in there. Yeah, I think yeah. I've been there. Oh, no, I haven't been there, actually. But I I know somebody who goes there frequently. It's cool. There's, like, some pinball machines in there. If you get, like, really bored of the bands, like, if you, get, if you like, watch us, oh, like, these guys suck. Like you at least have pinball. I mix it up with Forbidden Island, which is the infamous tiki bar over there. We have to play Alameda? there. Mm-hmm. Is there, like, bands that play there? I think so. I think, well, I don't know if bands play there, but there are DJs, like, Jello Biafra DJs there, like, mm-hmm. pretty often. Um... What did I go there for? Oh, I think a mutual friend was DJing there that night. And we hit up one show in Berkeley, and then we were like, let's go to this place. But it's fa- it's hard to get to some of those places in the East Bay if you don't you have a car. car. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of places I'm like, well, it's going to take me an hour to get there and we're two hours to get back. Here. We don't drive anywhere. But occasionally I go to I went to see a friend of mine at Starry um, Starry, Starry Plow. Plow yeah Ooh, love that place yeah it was kind of that was fun uh, UC Theater we've been there a couple times uh, that's a newer venue uh-huh. in Berkeley um, there's some good venues over there I mean in Oakland for instance there's a lot of good ones mm-hmm. um, yeah it's been a while the store club is really cool have you been to store yeah. club we mm-hmm. went there there's like a bunch of really creepy dolls like, the Barbies I like yeah. that though they so feel nice. like all over the the bar? Yeah. I thought it was a nice time. You made it sound terrible. I know. The <laughs> it was dolls, actually wonderful. They're just Barbies. <laughs> yeah. They're not like ceramic, like, yeah, dolls or whatever. You just you just look at it in awe, like, that's kind of odd, but yeah. I like it. I like it, yeah. It's a retro. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, tell us a little bit more, like, who influenced you guys and your sound. Yeah, Newman, you want to let, us, let let them know who influenced us? You haven't talked at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is awkward. <laughs> so we kind of just uh, grew up around like classic rock, I guess. Um, when we first like discovered what we thought was good music at the time, it was like Guns N' Roses and like uh, ACDC and like all the '80s. Uh, 70s, uh, Led Zeppelin, um, in 60s, The Beatles. So we just, it was just everything. And then mm. even 90s, The Strokes. Like, we're, we're inspired by a, a lot of, like, different genres. Like, it's a, it's really hard to pinpoint, like, what exactly, like, what we're inspired by, but, like, one band. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of bands that we really love. I don't know if, if we can say that, like, our music is directly inspired by, like, specific bands, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of bands that, like, um, kind of changed the game and, like, kind of did their own thing and whatever they felt like they wanted to do. And mm-hmm. um, th- I think that idea really inspired us more than, like, the, the music directly. I see. That makes sense. Oh, I thought you were going to say no. <laughs> Just breathing hard. I'm my mouth breather. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we... We tend to have these, like, um, I guess, episodes of what we listen to. Mm-hmm. So back in the day, we would listen to, like, like you said, just classic rock. Like, we 
Strictly. Just Led Zeppelin 24 hours a day. Like, whatever was. I've, been, I've gone through that. Yeah, whatever was easiest for us to like get our hands on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my dad and my brother had like the biggest like CD collection when mm-hmm. CDs were actually a thing. And um, so I, we were just like take them off yeah. the rack and like I don't know how you would get your music Newman <laughs> I don't even know Newman listened to music back in the day <laughs> and then um, so yeah whatever because we, we didn't have iPods or phones yeah. so mm-hmm. we would just borrow our parents stuff yeah. yeah and then um, then we got a little bit older we got more into like punk and like you know our like rebellion years and so and how did instruments come to play? Did you guys just pick up a guitar and or a piano and how did pretty much how did you guys start playing? Pretty much, uh, I went to middle school one day and then uh, saw the just hippie, one day yeah the, the hippie guy yeah just yeah. One. <laughs> um, and I saw that we saw I saw the hippie guy like playing a guitar um, and he's basically the one that started it all. I don't think we'd be here if it wasn't for a hippie guy. Yeah, that guy. Well, his dad was in the band, and, and his name's Hippie Guy. Yes. Uh, no, no. <laughs> his, his name is uh, Luis. Okay. Yeah. Luis. Shout out to Luis. Yeah, and we are one. He has like his little organization. I wouldn't call it little. Well, it's the, the, like they're doing a lot of Shmedium, things for like. Um, you can name drop. Well, they're doing a lot of things for like the community. Like they're trying oh, okay. to like make like community centers like in Mexico, and they're God. they're very like stop war and mm. yeah they make a lot of shows they just had a show in, last night at uh, Rick and Mortar okay yeah I love that place yeah nice yeah so that guy's our brother and he what's their org called I'm sorry what's their org like their organization, organization. Uh, we, we are, are one. one we are okay I uh, got we it are one. yeah Interesting. yeah they're actually really cool yeah. and uh, he kind of yeah his dad had a band and he was in his dad's band because anything that his dad did he would be like you're doing it yeah he'd be like okay i'm doing it so <laughs> he became a mechanic and a musician because his dad was a mechanic and a musician got it and then um his dad left to mexico and he left him with us mm-hmm. so that's how he became our brother because we kind of like adopted uh, him got it and so him and my brother started a band my brother's like 32 now mm-hmm. and in those days he was like 20 yeah and we were like 11 yeah and so my brother's like do you guys want to play in a band and we're like we don't know how to play and he was like you guys can get into really cool places meet a lot of cool girls and drink <laughs> he knew all so that. you guys are like we're in naturally yeah. so we, we were 12 playing in like strip clubs and bars and... <laughs> that's how you do it that's funny and now you're at uni radio strip okay clubs. <laughs> strip clubs like in the bay i made a mom yeah <laughs> making it big <laughs> did you go to portland by any chance yeah, we, we we just recently went to Portland. Yeah. It was really cool. They have a lot of cool strip clubs there. Unpelled. Amazing. No, they actually look really fancy on the outside. They look like on the outside, but <laughs> <laughs> who knows what goes on? Oh man, I love Portland. I never been, but I've heard of it. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, she's been a bunch of times. I went for um, that one festival they had, Project Pabst. What is that? Uh, you know, Pabst Blue Ribbon, mm-hmm. the beer. Um, so I don't know if they even still do it, but they were doing it in Portland and then they were doing it in Denver. They were doing it in all these different cities. Um, but I went to the one in Portland in particular and it was fun and it was my first time going and I saw the whole city in like five days and that was it. Is it like live music or is it just like beer? No, it was like a outdoor festival near the the waterfront. I saw Blondie, I saw the Buzzcocks, Weezer. Um, It's weird how like. 
I feel okay. So I know we're getting off topic a little no, bit. What's festivals? Because we're talking about music festivals, and we're talking about Coachella, and we're talking about Outside Lands, and how we're kind of disappointed in the lineup for Outside Lands. And I don't know if you guys have ever been to like music festivals, or do you guys go or whatever? Mm-hmm. Do you guys go? I've gone to uh, to a couple of music festivals, uh, Coachella, Aftershock. Um, but I mean, they're they're cool. Like they they have uh... Aftershock looked like it was better than Outside Lands. Sorry. Well, who's their aftershock? Like corn and. Well, well, this year it's actually going to be System of a Down, Deftones. Yeah. The lineup's actually really yeah. cool yeah. this year. Yeah. It's yeah. very. Yeah, Allison yeah. Chains. Yeah, oh, Chains. Really? Nice. Well, yeah. Outside Lands cool. and like Coachella are getting more like mainstream, right? And that's mm-hmm. what I was going to touch up on. I was like, I feel like they're so broken, and they're doing like a lot of mainstream bands that. You know, bands like the Foo Fighters are making their own, like they're trying to fix the whole festival scene by making mm-hmm. more like uh, ecliptic or even more just instrument. Like more, if you play your instrument and you make you write your own music, mm-hmm. you got respect from me. Like that's awesome, you know. And and I think they're making a lot more uh, little uh, music festivals dedicated to just like rock or alternative music. And mm-hmm. that's what mm-hmm. that's that's something I really appreciate. It's interesting. I mean, yeah. I I think it's it's in a way it's smart for the industry to like move more towards like electronic for them just because they they it do makes it. so much money it, it it makes so much money they have yeah. to do with so many less people yeah um it's all has to do with like backing tracks and stuff like that so it's a lot easier for them to just handle it yeah um you know yeah. whereas like we're dealing with rock stars yeah. you know with you know it's, real music but yeah. see I also in in the you know to to touch up on that too it's like those bands like djs and stuff they only make money because they tour like every day mm-hmm. of the year mm-hmm. like they never get a break and like we just had a Vichy passing away yesterday and i don't I mean i don't know him very well but i know that that drug scene was like part of his entourage you know it was just like part of his life basically mm-hmm. and he got out of it because of the drug scene and because it was affecting his life in a negative way, like most drugs do. Um, and he came back with a new song, and a few weeks later, he could turn, you know, he's dead. So, do you, did it come out as to like what, what happened there? No, and we you know most people are, are, are just saying that it probably was an overdose. Possibly. Because he's talked about his issues with drugs before. Mm. Um, but it's, I don't think anything's come out yet, at least not that I saw. We just read the music news because. We try to stay away from political stuff uh, mm. at our show. We used to do a lot of uh, local news, and uh, we got in trouble for it. Um, but uh, <laughs> why are you talking so, about my race? Uh, but we, we have a different story. Yeah, we, we we would read like stories about like people getting arrested, and there were you know people of color. But it's not like you know we weren't making it up. But I think it just kind of didn't sell well with people that were yeah. here. People who actually um, listened. Uh, so we started doing music news yes. and I didn't see anything about Ibishi but Prince came out with a bunch of stuff um, like did you guys know that his like painkillers that he was taking was laced with fentanyl like just don't do it yeah that's all I can <laughs> I, was, I mean but that's like so weird like who laces I don't know We I, just... I touched up on that and I just thought it was so weird and then that, that's why they opened a criminal investigation but they didn't find anything just if you can there are other ways and methods of treating you know insomnia treating anxiety yeah. <laughs> depression seriously yeah so that's all i can say about it 
Sorry. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we went real On dark there. <laughs> there are some great local festivals that are not corporate. Yeah. Um, I discovered one last year, Pachero del, or uh, Fono yes. del Sol. Right down the street from here. And that was, I had such a good time. And they had like a bunch of, you know, local food vendors. The food trucks were there. All the bands, or most of the bands were local. I think they were all local from what I remember. Yeah. And it was really fun. So I think, I don't know, I think it's just about becoming more involved with the community or, mm. you know, supporting, you know, people like Dave yeah. Grohl. <laughs> so. yeah because they're also gonna give like bands like you guys like local bands who are starting out uh, a chance you know mm -hmm. to perform without actually like having to bring in a certain amount of people yeah like we recently just played a, a festival the uh, cherry blossom festival which is a really oh, you really... guys were there were you guys there uh, last week or or no we were there two it was weeks ago, i think it was a, f a few weeks ago um but no it was it was amazing like it was absolutely the atmosphere was great uh, it, local everything mm -hmm. the beer was amazing the food was great <laughs> the people were really cool yeah i um, went there last saturday it was crazy it was so packed mm -hmm. no it was it was great so yeah no supporting that kind of i think like going to those kinds of festivals really lets you know like the festival culture should be mm -hmm. uh whereas you know like the mainstream like uh coachella and stuff like that mm -hmm. and uh outside lands kinds of kind of like takes away you know the, the genuineness of of festivals you Absolutely. know what i mean and do you guys record um at home or do you guys use the studio um, so we're actually going to record in about a week. So we're mm -hmm. gonna have an EP out, um, and we're gonna have a, a EP release party uh, the first of what is June. it? June yeah, uh, at the Gilman. At the Gilman. Oh, the nice. legendary Gilman. Yeah. You haven't been to the Gilman? No, I don't go to the East Bay that often. Like I said, I don't. We don't drive, so it's like having going to the East Bay. It has to be like Bart adjacent. Mm -hmm. I should have driven because by the time I got, there, I can't hear you. I should have driven because getting there was okay, but I didn't. I'd never been there before. Mm. They ch they charge you like a membership fee, which I thought was bullshit because I already paid for the ticket. <laughs> Do they? Is yeah, that a it's, thing? It's like two dollars. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's, uh, it's like a monthly and for like, membership. Isn't it for a year? Isn't it good for a year? I'm pretty sure it's good for a year. Interesting. I might I might be wrong. It was for the thirty year thirty year anniversary of Lookout Records. And yeah. Yeah, oh, band cool. girl. Yeah. Um, so I got to see some of those bands, the Smugglers, um, uh, you know, bands like that. And yeah. I um, never been though. I want to go. Mister, I really wanted to see Mister T Experience because I hadn't seen them in like fifteen, you know, years. But I had to leave because of the last because of the last Bart train. But it's a good. See, this is why. Twenty. <laughs> it was a good twenty-five minute walk if you were walking fast. But of course, when I left, it just started pouring, pouring rain. So I'm like booking it, <laughs> trying to get to the last bar train. So just stuff like that, that a lot of our yeah. friends used to be problems. have to deal with when they come here. So it's, yeah. it's reversed. Yeah. I should have yeah. planned accordingly. But I mean, it was still fun. Like I was like, oh, all the, you know, Nirvana played here and Green Day, Operation Ivy, mm -hmm. all the bands I grew up listening to yeah. got their start there. Oh, there's the Whole Foods across the street. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how most of the East Bay looks like now. Yeah, it's, or at least Oakland. It's funny that you um, say how like you're not used to driving because yeah. you live in San Francisco and yeah. you're so like spoiled. And um, <laughs> we're right? spoiled. I did say that though. And, yeah, and you feel like we drive a lot, yeah. being from the East Bay, going from Berkeley to yeah. Sacramento, or whatever. 
Uh, but it puts it under perspective because we, when we drove to Portland, mm-hmm. we, we, you know, we drove like nine hours there and then yeah. we drove like three hours to Seattle yeah. and then everything was like an hour, an hour and a half away that we wanted to do. So yeah. we were driving an hour, an hour. So by the end of like the week that we spent there, driving an hour felt like the normal Nothing. thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Like, like oh, we want to go over there. Yeah. yeah. Let's drive an hour. Well, that's how it is in, in Southern California, like San Diego. Like I used to drive everywhere you know and if i wanted to go to a show i would have to drive all the way downtown san diego and then you would have to kind of find parking on your own and you know it, it was just like a whole show and in a way you're like yeah we are super spoiled by living in san francisco because if you want to go to a concert even if it's not somebody you necessarily want to see if you just want to have fun and go to a club like you can do that and you just have to you know use lyft and it's like seven bucks or do the cheap route and jump a bus and it's free <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah nobody gives jump a shit a at like 12 o'clock at night you know it's like true. it's true so yeah it's it's it, we are spoiled in that way and that's why when going to the east bay is such a like we were just talking about that like just like how the east bay people don't want to come here and they just rather do things over there because that's where they live and it's not that much of a stretch it's not that far you know but it's just the whole bar, the, the BART system's broken. Are if we, they were to stay later, open later, like, I feel like we yeah. would have, yeah. Absolutely. We love coming over here. We've been here, like, <laughs> five times in the last, like, week and a half. Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I think you guys were at the Cherry Blossom Festival, too, which nice. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we just, we played at the Honey Hive, like, a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, honey Hive. Oh. Have you been there? That's on the other side of the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been there, I've been there once, and... I punched this good didn't yeah. I kick him in the ball <laughs> so there was a kick band there the and, and they were really him. aggressive like metal so there was like they brought their own moshers yeah they were like slam dancing but it was only two guys doing it so we were just like what the fuck are you doing dude like I know this is like a metal band but like there's only like four people of us and like four of us plus you two you guys are gonna make everybody who's actually there to listen leave and that's exactly what happened because they were acting super like violent just like thrashing and ugh, so naturally you're like i'm gonna kick you in the balls so yeah, yeah. because that's a was, good move that's a good move because they were doing that and we were trying to like stay to be respectful to the band you know we know the deal you know we know that yeah. there's not a lot of people there we try to support the people who are playing after who you're there to see and yeah this is not i was wearing my steel toes but their bathroom is cool because their bathroom is like tilted right is that the the honey hive yeah Yeah, Yeah, i remember i was like what is going on yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i had a very different experience there a very (laughs) very mellow like how many people went about it was like two people yeah. one, one person <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the owner was the only one like there yeah yeah that's how it was when we went too so you, you guys are not the only we like to say it was just a, a, an intimate performance yes. it is an intimate performance that's <laughs> on the sunset which nobody ever goes to to be honest everybody just lives there but nobody really goes there to like go to a show but the honey hive's trying to make it happen so I do like was, that they're there yeah. it was really cool well actually there was a scheduling conflict so we, uh, we were supposed to play like an 8 9 they told mm-hmm. us and then they call us and they're like, hey, so you guys are actually supposed to be up at seven. So, but when That's we it. played, like, no one, <laughs> no was, one was there. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except this guy happened to, like, wander in. He was yeah. a guy from Pittsburgh mm-hmm. who was walking around the city because he just came by himself to, like, get away from his life because he was, like, depressed. <laughs> and he was walking and he a saw a yeah. band playing there and he walked in. And you guys changed his life. Mm-hmm. We, Forever. We, we had him play the tambourine with us, and we had him like hit the drum cymbal for us, and he was like dancing. And oh 
Yeah. Are you guys nice. gonna adopt him next? <laughs> <laughs> Just like hippie guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to hear some songs, man. Yeah. I'm tell sorry. Yeah. Music we, here. It's all about the music. Do we get multiple songs? Um, yeah, we have time yeah. for a couple songs. Yeah, our, our show ends at eight, so. Oh, oh let's do it. it. Whatever. Let's do it. Let's do this. It's a uh, seven forty. It's now or never. But yeah, uh, EP Gilman on the first of June. And we also have a tour coming up uh, in October. We're going to go from Seattle all the way to you guys' hometown to uh, Sacramento. And, uh, I mean, San Diego and L.A. Ooh, oh, nice. we're in San Diego. Uh, you're going to have to tell me if I forgot. <laughs> it's, it's uh, <laughs> uh, Somewhere and then the 29th at Neck of the Woods. Yeah. 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 Good I, memory. I'll be there. Can you pass me that? I'm going to hold you to it. Okay. Don't hold me to it. <laughs> Just joking. I probably will be there. What night? What day of the week is that? Do you guys know? A Friday or Saturday, hopefully. Oh shit! Let's go. <laughs> oh, oh, look is, at a is, calendar. Is it on a weekend? I can't do that. I'll oh probably my do, god! I, I thought it was a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> you said it was July. You did say it was July. You got me all excited. It's actually on a Sunday. Oh, well, look at that. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if I can make it. Yeah, <laughs> it's the God's. It's a Jesus day. All right, funny. Um, do we just play? Do we, yeah. Do we? Can we get Newman? Oh. Oh, closer, huh? oh this is Newman, by the way. He <clears throat> say hello, hey, Newman. How's it going? I'm the quiet guy, laughing. <laughs> He's adorable. He's great. Um, so this this song is called Don't Look Down. Um, it's our latest song that we wrote. Um, yeah, I mean I don't know I don't I don't know if there's like a backstory to the song. It's a pretty simple song. Um, let's just do this. <laughs> you, have, you have to kind of down. Okay, so so disclosure real quick. So this is we've never played acoustic before ever. So us holding our acoustic instruments like this is this is the first time that we've ever had acoustic instruments in the same room. I'm so excited for you guys. Um, we're we're all electric all the time. So this is this is this is really weird but in a good way. Yeah, so I can't I, I can't wait to hear how this sounds. We're usually very loud. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting. This is like MTV unplugged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where this came from. <laughs> you guys got bongo? We can make it work. We can make we can count you in. Just kidding. Actually, do you have the other one? Can can you play? Can you play this one? Yeah, if you want. Yeah. There you go. We're gonna show the mic. <laughs> oh my god! I have to record this. <laughs> hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna turn you down, Aisha. <laughs> On second thought. So that was it, guys. That was that was don't look down. Hope you liked it. <laughs> All right. So are you gonna count us down? Find someone that treats you like 
like I do Seem not know what you're doing to me And I just feel like I think I'm turning blue I must just have the flu But was it yours that made me wanna run and hide? I think I'm turning blue I must just have the flu Was it yours that made me wanna run and Hey, 
Misha, this is like your debut <laughs> as a musician. <laughs> you actually did really good. Did I? Yeah. yeah. I was trying not to be too loud. No, it was perfection. Yeah, she would get into it. And yeah. Like, yeah, that's what we want. <laughs> you guys should have this for audience members. <laughs> yeah, if you ever go to our show, we'll... we'll, we'll You're in. We'll give yeah. you a tambourine, yeah. I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> Practices on Monday. <laughs> New member. <laughs> so what was that song all about? Um, so that one has a lot... Uh, oh, man, we're getting... Pers- this is the first time that I've ever spoken about this song. Um, What's it called? Let's start with that. Uh, it don't look down. Okay. Yeah. So this one has to do with with anxiety in in general and just like yeah. um, that like fight or flight response that you get. Um, you know that adrenaline that you get mm-hmm. when it's like not necessary. You know yeah. when you're doing something as simple as just like grocery shopping and you're like talking to another person, and then you just feel that like you know. Um, yeah, it's 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 really difficult. The caving in feeling. Exactly, yeah. like you you, you like you, the walls familiar. are closing in, and it's just like how, how I need to get away. Yeah. So that's that's what the song is basically about, and um, yeah, just having that that voice in your head, like constantly telling you like not not good enough, like. So don't look down, as in like when you're in a high place and mm-hmm. you get scared, and mm-hmm. they tell you not to look down, and then you look down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That same feeling, right? <laughs> yep. Yep. Nice, beautiful. Do you guys have another one for for us? Yeah. yeah. Do we mm-hmm. have time? Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Let's do it. Do you want to do darky or handicapped? Darky. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we do have a song on Spotify. It's called yes. Handicapped Heroes. Okay. Yes. And do you guys have a website? <clears throat> Uh, website? Do we have a website? Facebook, uh, we Instagram. Have, we do have uh, the gram. We do have. You're in the fa- grams. We're okay. in the grams. Uh, the Facebook. We're on that as well. Violet. Uh, Violet. Violet Island. Yes. Uh, Sorry, not I Violet. Our, I think our Instagram is Violet Dot Island. Yes, and I think our Facebook. Are you guys is... pretty active in it? Yeah. Okay. Fairly active. Yeah. We're yeah, trying. Yeah. We're trying. We, I'm we're follow you guys. we're so like we before the band we we weren't into like social media M- mostly like we weren't against it. Uh, but you, we, you guys were just not interested. Exactly. Uh, but as of recently, we've been trying to put a little bit more effort uh, in it. It works, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you check our accounts, like our personal accounts, you won't find pictures, like, at all. Like, I don't have a person. The, the he band. doesn't have. One. Yeah, the band account is personal. my personal account. Yeah. yeah. So you guys are like a legit <laughs> band where you guys use your band name as your personal. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It's funny because people message us, and mm-hmm. since we all use it as our like main one, yeah, we, we all start messaging that person like at, like a bunch of times. Yeah. So that person's like, "Hey, can you guys do this?" And he's like, "Hey, man, I'm Adrian. Yeah. I'm the guitarist. How are you doing?" So we could do it. And I'm like, "Hey, man, I'm the drummer. It's the same account." And but they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I already got a message. <laughs> yeah. um, I like how you guys have a little jellyfish. It's my favorite uh, sea animal. So that's yeah. our Aww. pet. So, so yeah, that's actually our, our little, logo. little icon logo. Just because um, a, lot of, a lot of the things that, that we write about has to do with like perseverance. And uh, jellyfish are basically indestructible. Like if you cut one in half, it just grows into two different jellyfish. Just grows jellyfish. another one. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's what that has to do with. It's just perseverance. Nice. Oh, uh, w- one last shout out. Uh, we haven't talked about our manager. Uh, you guys know Lizzie? Yes. Yeah. She's very awesome, and she she's hi Lizzie. She's awesome. Yeah, she's the reason why we got like all the gigs. Any any of this? That yeah, that's she's the reason why we're here right now. So yeah. so definitely, you're the best, and we love you so much. Behind nice. each behind each like great band, there's a great woman. 
Exactly. Yes. Definitely. You, go. you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> so right. darky. Yeah, let's, let's hear it. Let's do it. Listen. Darky. Hmm. hmm. What's that one about? No wonder I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> um, same thing. Uh, as of as of recent, a lot of my songs have have been about just general, you know, like that voice in your head and trying to defeat that like thing that's just telling you you can't do something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's mostly what that one's about as well. Yeah. Nice. So, so somehow you're making art out of your anxiety. 
Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, um, those two are part of the songs that we're recording this week for the EP, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the underlining theme of the, yeah, of the EP. It's very scary stuff, but very beautiful. <laughs> that's, that's Adrian's mind for you. Yeah. <laughs> You're creepy, but beautiful. <laughs> so I think we might... Uh, do we have time for one last one? Yeah, one last one. Yeah. Yeah, uh, handicap. Yeah. This next one's called the Handicap Heroes. Um, don't ask us how how we got the name. Well, we're actually not sure, uh, but it's it's definitely one of the favorites, and it's the tambourine one. It's the one where we bring someone up, and it's a special part of the set. There you go. You show your time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Flippy.